Morning, niggas and friends. Morning, morning, morning to all of the days and the days that come to talk to us. So, uh, first things first, uh, we're going to start doing this new thing where every time we get on here, we're going to do a mental health check-in. And that's because nobody ever, nobody asks us what the fuck is going on if we're close (laughs) to death. So, so I, so, um, and this was Aaron's idea. They decided, you know what, we need to do a mental health check-in every time we come to the show. So I want to start with you. Um, how are you feeling, baby? What's going on? Are you, are you okay? Uh, pretty shitty. Uh, <laughs> being honest, these past few days, these past few days, um, uh, why does capitalism have to be such a bitch? Like, why does capitalism have to be a thing? I'm just so fucking tired. These past few, and then the most of the people that I'm around that work is white people. It's just, it's just so much. And I have to hear the microaggressions from that. Girl, I'm just tired. I am tired. Let me ask you a question, because, you know, this actually happened to me the other day. See, I'm 35, so I didn't think anybody should be saying this to me. Um, but I was in some grocery store and I was talking on the phone with, um, a friend and then somebody's like, oh my God, you're so eloquent. So exotic, so ethnic. I'm like, what? (laughs) This kills me. So I speak English the way you speak English. You know what? It's cool. It's cool. So I decided, you know what? These kind of macroaggressions literally happen every fucking day. It doesn't matter where you're at. Um, Aaron was just at his job getting accosted by the straights. This is this is regular. So I feel like this it's the reason why I kind of really wanted to talk about, you know, kind of how you're feeling right now, where you're at. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Or are we just... Because let me tell you something. Depression is just a regular part of life, especially for Black queer people, for queer people in general, but the, the, we have, have made real friends with depression. Um, where it's like, oh my God, I'm not taking my baggage with me. What will I do? So, right. um, uh, so what do you think that your mental health is on a scale from one to 10? And what do you think it actually helps? Um, 10 being bad or 10 being good? 10 being bad. <laughs> well, right now, um, I would say it's at a 6.5. Because it was a fucking, it was an eight, but I recently um, found uh, another therapist, a different one, because the one that I had, the one that I had, girl, she just wasn't doing, she just, this is why I said black people, if you can't find you a black therapist, the uh, therapist I have now is a black woman, period. 
and 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 that's awesome and because let me tell you something i live in denver right there's really not a whole lot of black people here generally right so when you're looking for a therapist this shit is far few in between so um and so my first therapist um who i was uh with for gosh almost two years before she had to go ahead and get knocked up and have a baby you selfish no, let me stop but no <laughs> but <laughs> You know, capitalism is a fucking all is fucking with all of us. I'm just like, how dare you have a baby on my time? But no, um, so she, so afterward, and that was a white woman. And um, I will say this, I would not have been able to stay with her if she had not done her research. I said I was into African spirituality. I said, these are the things that I worship that are important to me. The bitch learned it. If you don't have, this is what I'm saying. Like if you don't have a therapist like that who is willing to go, especially if they're not black, if they're black, they should be doing this, definitely. But if they are um, not black, when you do that kind of work, it showed itself out to me. I was like, you know what? I can stay with this lady. Anytime I'm going through something, she'll ask me, has there been any other racial tension that you've been going through that you want to talk about? Because I understand that it's so normalized in the community where it's not even something that you bring up, but those are things that affect your mental health too. So I really want you to be able to talk about it. Whose white therapist is this? Yeah. <laughs> right. I was, but that's the thing. And that's very rare. Let's be very clear. Yeah. That is rare. That is rare, mm. which is why... We are always telling Black people to find a Black therapist. Do not be gaslit through a whole therapy session. That's traumatizing. Um, but if people in the audience um, comment on how you're feeling mental health-wise, we're going to start doing a mental health check-ins every episode before we start getting into the topics. So feel free to comment because, girl, Earth is ghetto. We want to know what y'all status is when it comes to y'all's mental health. <laughs> Again, because nobody asked y'all. Nobody asked y'all how the fuck you feel. So this is why the Earth is Ghetto podcast is here. To be like, yo, what is your mental health check-in? What have the last couple days been like for you, boo? Let us know, okay? You got support. This is your community. Um, at least in reference to my mental health. So I've been talking to this guy who's really hot and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for, and I will say this, uh, for the most part, um, it's family life that has really gotten to me. And I know it's been the same with you, and you I, but I feel like it's so normal for you that it happens and you like, why even talk about it? Let's right. talk about the other shit that maybe can change, <laughs> which is the saddest shit of the world, by the way. Um, but it, for me, it's the family stuff, you know, like I, um, if nobody knows, I'm actually going to be moving to Las Vegas in these next couple of months, which I'm super excited for. Um, but one of the reasons why that I'm doing it is because I don't know. I feel like a lot of Caribbean children feel like that, especially if you have like other siblings. It feels like I've all I've done has all I've been is like an act of service. My whole person. Mm -hmm. I've just been an act of service since I was born. And I feel like it's so crazy at 35 years old where it's just like, no, this is going to be about me. I don't care about men. I don't care about babies. I don't care about partners. I don't care. I want I, like I want me to be happy. And um, Las Vegas is certainly a part of that. But I feel like just dealing with the day-to-day, -day, like, you know, when you just want to escape and there ain't no place to escape to. <laughs> mm -hmm. So all you can do is live in your motherfucking mind and manifest. Yep. That is straight the fuck up. Um, but we are going to go ahead and get into these topics. So please, um, just like Aaron said, please 
um, everybody, let us know how you've been doing these last couple of days. We want to make sure to ask our panel because that's that's who uh, that's who our community is, and that's who we're trying to uplift. So we might as well ask y'all bitches how you doing? How you doing, boo? I know it's hard. Um. Oh, it's Marcel though. Hey, boo. All thick and delicious. I saw your picture the other day. Period. <laughs> Yo, what's good, Erin and Sid? Shout out to the room. Hey, Wilton. Yeah, mine is at a six. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, definitely family stuff. Like, I, I cut off my fam, my Mathis side. I don't really deal with them at all. They did some really fucked up shit. And I don't know. I just kind of realized when you're the one breaking generational curses, everyone's going to look at you like you're crazy. But um, as I kind of look back on people who try to make me seem like I'm the problem and I start pointing out how I'm not the problem and you guys are the problem, that I am now the bad guy because I refuse to sweep shit under the rug. And mm -hmm. when I pointed out that that is a generational curse, you know, uh, we've seen what happens when motherfuckers stay silent around this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I have actually... Um, started documentation and paperwork, a petition or whatever, to have my last name changed to Savage. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, Look, Savage. Tell me that I'm name's currently, like, period. Like, I'm currently, because as y'all know, I'm non-binary. I'm trying to get rid of my last name. I just want to go, just, just Aaron. Mm -hmm. That's it. Just, just Aaron. But my last name reminds me of back when, I, my, it reminds me of my father. And again, that goes mm -hmm. into another conversation and it, it just also reminds me of my previous gender it reminds me of that as well and i just don't want any connection to that so i just don't want to have a lot just just aaron that's it <laughs> that's just another example of why pronouns are so important and using people's pronouns are so important the ones that they are telling you to use um you have to understand going through the process that you're going through i can't imagine <laughs> Because I'm not non-binary. And to go, and so this is me learning from Aaron through this process. And this is what, um, sadly, more straight ship people should be doing instead of being like, oh, well, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And the reason why I'm talking about that is because those are the things that drive people to suicide. Because those, those, those things that I just said aren't usually first said by strangers. Those are said by your family first. Absolutely. They just give you a taste of what you're gonna get when you leave the house. It's like I want to say these because I've only come out as non-binary for like about a month now, and I think that played a big part in my mental health as well because I'm constantly having to like, like if I get it, like it's only been a month. Most people don't know, so when I tell them, "Hey, they them pronouns," and then for my boss, my manager to be like, because I, I corrected oh, him. And then I told him, hey, my pronouns are, are they, them. I'm not binary. And then he was like, well, I'm confused because I just don't understand. Like, you don't look non-binary. Once again, gender identity and gender expression are two different things. I'm talking about my identity. I don't subscribe to the idea or the social construct of gender, period. And if you can't see that, then it's because you don't want to see it. And do you know how crazy that is? You just said, oh, my pronouns are they, them. And they he, and that person responded with, that's confusing. Nigga, how is it confusing? I just told you. I just, right. I just said it. I'm, I'm telling what do you, you. What like... do you mean? No, like, like w listen, and this is the thing. Um, I understand 
maybe straight people's confusion. Uh, when um, queer people get upset when they've never told you their pronouns. But I just wanna tell you how not often that happens. Straight people make it sound like, oh, well, you know, they didn't tell me what they were. And then I went ahead and said he, and they tried to take my face off in public. I can't believe it. That's not, no, that's not that's real. When, when you go out of your way to be disrespectful, I'm telling you my pronouns are they them. And then you're gonna say, well, you don't look like a they, them. you don't look nobody. What the fuck? Do your fucking research on gender identity. I'm not, as a matter of fact, I'm done trying to explain my existence to these motherfuckers at this point, just like fucking white people. I'm not, I'm not doing that shit no more. That I'm just going to cut you off. Is not mine. I, just like I wait for my um, quote unquote white allies, which are just really people that happen to be white who love me. Um, just like um, I'm not going to fight with white supremacists. I'm going to be like, um, Hallie, my good girl. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, tap in. Let me get my shit together. So, yeah. uh, so, and it, and it really sucks when um, we have allies, uh, well, pretend allies who look like us. They'll be the um, straight women who are just like, yes, queen, they're so fabulous, but then won't defend us to their homophobic partner. Mm -hmm. Like the, 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 the hypocrisy is real. And all I wanna say is that I really hate the fact that straight people center themselves no matter the fuck what. Literally, as soon as you said who you are, you're like, well, that's confusing to me. Who said it was for you to get? Mm. Who, who said that it was something for you to understand? I'm only asking you to go ahead and call me by my pronouns and be a respectful fucking person because I know your pronouns are he, him. I'm not going to call you she, her. I'm not going to call you they, them. So that's out of respect. I'm only asking for the same thing back. And that for straight people is just too much. You want me to notice things? Like that's crazy. Because in their mind, I swear to God, it's a whole big conspiracy theory. Like I don't know what it is with the heterosexual gene. I don't know if it's a gene or not, but whatever it is, whenever we start talking, they immediately think, oh my God, but I can't understand you. How am I supposed to have a conversation? <laughs> if I can't it's like motherfuckers like you. you motherfuckers be saying they there more often when it contains to one person and y'all don't even realize it. It's not hard to say they, them. It's really oh. not. We say they, them. Oh, what if they say? Who is that? Oh, let's go see what they say. Y'all say they, them a lot. But it's the fact that I said, no, when it comes to me as a non-binary person, you need to use they, them. That just, you might, I might as well be pulling teeth out your mouth. That's how hard it is for y'all to act, just give respect. I don't need you and to understand. Like, just, this is who I am. And like, just, I don't understand why y'all don't brush y'all teeth. Uh, sometimes but once a week <laughs> but bitch I'm not gonna that's just you that's bitch stop being disrespectful and just go with the fuck I said bro and we know that mostly counts for um cis straight men but I would just we're just we, we just don't I don't care uh is what I'm saying um so <laughs> uh Wilton how you doing baby I've been thinking about getting rid of my name too change my name all completely among some other things and you know what's so funny? Um, I'm not trans or non-binary, but I did definitely have to change my name. I don't call it a dead name only because I feel like that's disrespectful to trans and non-binary people. Um, you know what I mean? I feel like because it's not it's not that. Mm -hmm. But my my um, my father um, was a terrible human being and decided to name me after some conquest, um, some bitch he was fucking in the Bahamas. So the name that I go by is not the name that I was given. Mm. Um, yeah, listen, the things you hear on the phone back in the early 90s when you just had one phone line. Um, <laughs> but 
I, I want to let people know that the fact that you're changing anything about yourself, the people that love you or they quote unquote state they love you because you'll find out. Um, I just want to let you know that you are telling non-binary and trans people and intersex people um, and, and people who just wanted to change their name, at the very least, you don't respect them. Right. Like, right. And so I, that's all that it comes down to is you just, if you, you just don't like it. And it's so deeply ingrained in your heart that you just don't want it. You're committed to misunderstanding me. That commitment, that, that shit is real. Because I promise you, no matter what, um, this is why we needed our own platform. Why do you think we decided, why, don't, why didn't we go on other people's platform? Oh, you already have a big platform. Let me on. Because that shit is fucking skewed. We would never get a word out edgewise, sideways, or on its fucking head. And that's the truth. Is the reason why we needed our own platform to begin with. Because they don't give us a voice. And these are one of the reasons why we have to have these conversations because we got straight people all over being like, you're confusing me. Nigga, you sound selfish. Shut the fuck up. Confusing you. Nigga, it's not for you to understand. Just like when white people are like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they say Findigo. You're Findigo where? Figaro. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? And we're just like, nigga, it's not for you to fucking understand. Go step off somewhere, you fucking bitch. That's what we want to say. What do you think the fuck we're thinking? Right. Anyway. Um, oh, it's Marcel. Yeah, I don't think many things are confusing. Some things, like I tell people, it's not that you just, it's not even something that you necessarily need to understand. If I tell you what my pronouns or you just call me by those pronouns. Because I'm pretty sure if your name is, I don't know, Daniel, and I start calling you, you know, pussy ass hoe, because I'm confused, then then maybe you have a bit more understanding. You know, like, it's it's very simple. It's not rocket science. This is what I said. Just respect that. Marcel, how you choose violence this early in the morning? <laughs> how you choose mm. this? Oh, it's early, child. Uh, Wilton. I have one question I have is: Do y'all have good relationships with your parents and family, or is it like like is it with certain people? Hell no. Um. <laughs> now he now he gonna harmonize it like he take right now. Okay, <laughs> but no. But listen, real talk. Um, I feel like the reason why me and my uh, mother were able to kind of get over that hump. To the point where she and I watch and pose. And I remember, in fact, it was just yesterday. You know, you're scrolling through the YouTube shorts and shit. And she gets on uh, Ben Shapiro, who's saying how, like, all of these genders don't matter. And that you're just, it's all in your head, blah, blah, blah. And my mom, literally out loud, is looking at me. Oh, no, I'm going to make Sydney's head pop off. Make me scroll. Because, you know, they got to narrate everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I just want to say, like, it's awesome that we've gotten to that place. But I feel like more particularly for Aaron is a better question because my dad's not in my life and my mother and I are good. Um, Aaron is at odds with both of his parents. And it seems like his mom is just more sympathetic. Is mm. that do I have it right? Because I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like she's like she, even she knows that I'm non-binary. Um, she knows I'm queer and non-binary. But it's just she's still trying to get over the my feminine side. She she just she doesn't like it. It bothers her. She's not gonna get mad, but she'd be like, "Well, you know how I feel about that," and I have to be like, "Well, you know I don't care." 
uh, uh, literally. And I, I promise. So I want to say, like, how has that transition been? Do you feel like she's made a lot of progress in the time that you've actually been comfortable enough to tell her? Not that she's tried to make you comfortable. Let's put that out there. But just, uh, at the time where you finally have been in yourself comfortable, do you see like a big change in her? Or do you think like, like, oh, that's barely in? Like, wh- where are you? Absolutely, girl. She's come a long way. Like, again, Caribbean parent. Like, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, Listen, she's come a long way. I don't know when like, your I... mama was born, but my mama was born 1960. So I know <laughs> it was a journey. Yeah. Look, I, we, I told her, I said, I feel like you didn't think it would happen to you. And I feel like now that all this has happened to you, like, you've had to change some viewpoints. And she was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I didn't think it would happen to me. Most parents don't think that, oh, I'm not going to have queer children or someone who was trans because I I raised them up like this with a Christian household or I'm going to put them in sports. I'm gonna make, it's just not going to happen to me because I'm going to quote unquote raise them how I want to raise them. They were the same way and they thought it wasn't going to happen to them. And now that it has, they have to change their whole way of thinking because when they hear homophobic shit out in the outside world, they have to think about their own child. They, and you're completely correct. And that's the thing. They believe it will never happen to them. They think, guess what? My father, who, by the way, I'm going to just tell it. That nigga gay. That nigga so gay. And he was so angry and beat the shit out of all of us because that nigga gay. I'm going to tell you a, a short story. And um, I'm glad everybody's asleep at this point. So guess what? I remember I was like maybe 17, 18 years old. And um, no, I was probably like in my early 20s. My little sister comes out with like, it looks like a cylindrical sock. Right. She's oh waving God. it around. <laughs> okay, okay, do you get where I'm going? Okay, you get where I'm going. She's waving <laughs> it around and it's wobbling. This nigga's wobbling, it's wobbling hard, right? And then I just, I snatch that shit from her and I go to my mom and I'm like, mommy, why aren't you holding your things more properly? What are you doing? And she, was, and she looked at the very pink dick that I had pulled out of the sock. A 10-inch yeah. pink dick, by the way. Um, and my mom was like, that's not mine. I thought it was yours. Nigga, why would I buy a pink dick? She was like, why would I buy a pink dick? And I'm like, damn. That's a good <laughs> question. So by process of elimination, we found out whose it was. It was my dad's. Mm. So I just want to let you know, Throughout his entire life, when I was young, he beat the shit out of me. I don't know if it's because he knew I was queer or because he they knew I was different. Just like Marcel said, it's like, I feel like those type of people can tell who are going to be the generational curse breakers. So they try to break them down from young. And mm-hmm. like, honestly, and I'm, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like when I realized that my dad was actually gay, living his entire life, trying to be straight, I understood at least a little bit about the where the violence came from. Now, this doesn't absolve anything, but it was one of those things I had to notice and be like, oh, that's what we're doing. And this was the same man who was like, oh, if you're non-binary, if you're trans, if you're this, if you're that, you're just going directly to hell. Him and his pink dildo are going to be fine, right? <laughs> right? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, and I'm so glad that this is one of the topics that we have because to be honest with you, when it comes to non-binary people, um, th- this shit really isn't confusing. You're just a self-centered asshole. Mm. Straight up. 
Um, so I know that we heard recently that Janelle Monet came out. What a I was gonna call her a goddess, but let's just let's just call her like I like yo that th that bitch is spirit. She everything. I love her. So um, they have recently come out as they them. Um, she still goes by she her, which is why I'm still saying she her. But she also wants to let her let people know I don't feel like I'm just a woman. Like I remember I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Aniko. Um, I think it's I N I K O. And um, she's on TikTok and she's this, uh, well, sorry, they are this amazing artist. And I remember one of the lyrics in their song as they came out, because they, they've been non-binary, she was like, in like one of the last lines in the song, they were like, um, I'm more than a woman to me. I'm more than a woman to you. And that's why you feel God when you enter me. Mm. And I was just like, oh, this bitch spitting. I don't even know. <laughs> like, but you know what it is? I think what was crazy to me is that she actually gave it the reverence that it needed. Like going back from Africa, where they looked at non-binary and trans people as holy people. Mm. And that's we changing were. the narrative. We are. And, that, and that's changing the, the, the Western narrative. And I love that. I love that for us. Even if it's just a few of us, I love that for us. Um, but we do have some videos that we want to go ahead and play. There's an article. Um, but first and foremost, I want to go ahead and play the video real quick. Just so we can get an idea. And also, there's a lot of confusion between gender expression and um and um and gender orientation. It's so crazy. So I just want us to go ahead and take a listen real quick. So Janelle Monet was on Red Table Talk and said that they identify as non-binary and that they don't identify as a woman. They heard non-binary and lost their minds. Now people are all up in an uproar talking about let go of these scientific terms, let go of all of this stuff that's supposedly making you woke. Are we not clear that the terms he and she are scientific? Are we not clear that in that whole clip, what Janelle Monet said is, I feel all of the energies that reside in me. They said, I feel all the things because God is all the things. And if God resides in me, then I am all the things. What gets me is that people are spiritual when they want to be. They're spiritual and God is all things until it comes to gender. People are so triggered by gender that they can't even hear when somebody is saying the same thing that they're saying. People walk around talking about how much God is this, how much God is that, how much God manifests himself in all of us. But the minute somebody says that and inserts the word non-binary, they lose it. They have no more comprehension. Like, what? Seriously? What? So what y'all want it to be? Exactly. Uh, again, selective outrage. Because I saw these comments when Janelle Monet said that, and the people in the comments were like, don't put God into this and God has nothing to do with sexuality and that we don't need to be including God when it comes to gender conversations. I'm like, but you just said God is everything and God manifests in me. So y'all just mad because you just, you just don't like the talk. You just don't like this talking point. So you don't want me to bring up God. And, and that's really at the bottom, like uh, bottom line, that's really what it is. People trying to cover up their bigotry and, sp and sprinkle religion on it, stating, guess what? I'm not really a bigot. Jesus says so. They love that shit. And it's the weirdest thing in the world to me. And 
I feel like people are just being like obsessively and purposely obtuse when it comes to that particular interview, because I thought she explained it so well. She's like, I no longer see myself as solely a woman. If God is everything, then I am everything. And this is the same woman who came out in black and white suits from the beginning because she didn't want that to be her defining thing, whatever femininity that people wanted to attach to her. And now you see her embracing both because she was very she was very more masculine presenting when she first came out. And now you see her actually grappling with both and being in bathing suits and and showing her body off and so on and so forth. She's she's trying to include both of the energies that she has. And it was like now that she spoke on it, that's when the problem starts. All I see is like, oh, she's so confused. Leave God out of your confusion. I don't know what's going on. And I'm just like, somebody's actually telling you that not only do they believe in God, but they believe in some of the things that they he's actually said in reference to God being everything. And if he is everything and he's made us, then we're everything too. But that's the thing though, right? Because people still see, when they hear non-binary, they equate that to, oh, that's a sin. Because again, Adam and Eve, and and then uh, well, somehow queerness is brought into it. It's like, if it's not straight, cisgender is straight, it's a sin. So how dare you use the term non-binary and then say God has something to do with it? That pisses some people off. It's true. But the thing is, we still don't, people still, their range is so limited that they are still giving this being, this deity, a gender. Mm. That tells me how limited the human mind is. We are still giving this thing that we don't know what it looks like. Just the human brain is so limited that we want to give it a gender. And of course, it's going to be a, a he. Facts. Girl, it's a mess. Listen, so there's, I believe there's another video that I put down for this that I want us to, to listen to real quick. Um, and I believe it's going to be the difference between... And I want you guys to listen very closely, especially if there's any straight people here. Not that we need you to listen, but I'm just saying, if you are there, this is the part that you should pay attention to so you can understand why your asshole nature is coming from homophobia. That's all. Learn the differences between sex, gender identity, gender expression, and sexual orientation, and how these can change over time. Sex is a label that's assigned at birth by a doctor. Typically, this is determined by genitals, reproductive organs, chromosomes, and hormones. Typically, sex is assigned as female or male, but people have variations in their sex characteristics. This is known as intersex. Now onto gender identity. Gender goes beyond sex assigned at birth and includes societal expectations and gender roles. Gender identity is an internal sense of a person's own gender. People may or may not see themselves as the sex they were assigned at birth. These are some examples of gender identity labels. Now, gender expression. Gender expression is the way someone chooses to express their gender identity to others through their clothing, voice, mannerisms, behaviors, and many other things. And then their sexual orientation, which is a person's feelings of emotional, sexual, and or romantic attraction towards others. No matter how you identify, you are perfect how you are. Um, and that's just... A, I, I tried to break it down, find a video that broke it down in the most simplest terms that I could think of. And there was like a kid's video and this. And I chose this because we're adults. So 
Um, Even though it's funny because this was so simple and easy to understand, but people are still going to listen to something like that and be like, well, no, that's not how it's, how it is for real because I'm like, so at this point, you just don't like it and you don't want to understand it. And I just hate when they say, oh, this is not how it is. Nigga, what's it like? <laughs> since I don't know, no, seriously, since I don't know and they don't know, the non-binary people don't know, the people who are intersex and are born without ovaries and a uterus but still have a vagina because trans is something you can be born as. I want to know. They Tell love me. telling us. They love to tell us the shit that we go through. They love telling us what they think we go through and how we should exist. Bitch, you're not not right. you're not trans. Just like when white people don't be thinking we're black, but you're not black. So stop telling me no. Oh, that, that's not how it is. That ain't how it's supposed to be, and that's not what it really. Bitch, you're not what I am. And that's it. Again, not for you to understand. Some things aren't for you to understand. God, I hate the fact that they center themselves so much to the point where it's like, they said something I didn't experience, so it's not true. Your experience is not the experience. You selfish asshole. Right. Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, go into some of these messages. Uh, Lil Laser. Fuck gay people. Didn't hear what that was. You cannot let a fucking six-year-old decide whether he or she wants. Okay. Once, um, so obviously he's a troll. He's a troll because yeah. he's not in the audience. Um, oh, okay. Then never so mind. that's that. Okay, he okay. has nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're moving on. Eddie. Great. That was very um, direct, short, sweet, to the point. <clears throat> um, thanks for that. Matter of fact, send me that link. Um, and good morning. Uh, yeah. Hey, Annie. Ow. Uh, smile more. Hello. So I've been listening. Uh, I'm a bisexual woman. I am married to a man. Um, just to put that out there. Uh, I definitely have way more male tendencies and things that I like and things that I do and way that I dress than anything else. Uh, not to say I don't put on a pair of heels and a skirt once in a while. Um, but in terms of this whole non-binary thing, how do you two feel about it in terms of legal documents and, uh, from a legal perspective? Do you, excuse me, do you think that it is good for driver's licenses, passports to now have a X as the sex? Curious about your viewpoint on that. Um, do you want to go first? Um, X as the sex or X as the gender? I think she means in reference to your birth um, certificate saying one thing and you being able to change that when you get older because you realize exactly who you are as a person. Um, and I just want to say, me personally, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I'm a hip hop head. So you are, so I am whatever it is I say I am. So whenever a person says, this is my, these are my pronouns, this is what I go by, this is who I am. I feel like their fucking paperwork should reflect that. And I honestly feel like that should be free. That should not be something you have to pay for. If you got to do the FBI fingerprints and all the other shit, because by the way, I'm in the midst of trying to change my name legally to Sydney. So I'm going through the process of like, oh my God, this is a lot. And this is a lot of money. So yeah. 
I think that if you are, uh, if you've decided who you are as a person, your paperwork should reflect that. Absolutely. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what parts you have. I don't care if you had a baby and you're a trans man, you deserve to be able to be called exactly what you, who you say you are. That's it. Absolutely. But, and then people are going to like, look for it again. We are more and more people, I think, are realizing that when it comes to everything is a social construct at this point. Um, and I think more and more people are realizing that. So when people be like, oh my God, another think piece. And I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? We're thinking about shit every day, girl. I thought about if I want to fucking go to work after this. I'm probably not because I don't feel like fucking going. We make thinking, we make decisions all the time. So stop with this whole, oh, something else, another think piece. It's always something new. We are forever evolving as humans. I just, I just also want to tell people, like, if you really feel like new language is the enemy, you're one of those people who would burn books back, uh, <laughs> in like Fahrenheit 451. Um, I promise you, you're, you would be amongst the people who would burn books to have us not have information. I hope you know who you are in history, like what side that you're actually standing on. I hope you have a clue. Literally um, have like, literally have cishet people talking about, I need y'all to stop calling me cis. I ain't cis. I'm like, this is a term. It's been around. It's a scientific term. But again, yeah, y'all don't do your research, so you don't know what the term means. I, I didn't pick the video for us to play, but, you know, I'm scrolling. And um, there was this uh, woman, a black woman, talking about how cis is something that is very offensive to her. And I was like, C-I-S or S-I-S, bitch? Which one are we talking about? And um, she was talking about C-I-S. And she was like, we are telling you that's not something we want to be called. Aren't trans people able to go ahead and have their pronouns and be called whatever they want to be called? I don't want to be called cis. Can't you listen to me? And I'm just like, bitch, don't you fucking dare gaslight us into thinking that those two are the same goddamn thing. Mm. Let me tell you something. This language... Things like cisgendered and trans is language so that trans women, a lot of it, let's be honest, trans women need to be able to define because straight people need them to define. How would you feel if she just said, oh, I'm just a woman? Fuck the trans part. I'm a woman, duh. And for you and I, we'd be like, well, yeah. You said you're a woman, so you are. I I don't need anything to look different. I don't need you to have bottom surgery. I don't need you to go ahead and do all of these different things in order to be considered trans. How dare you pretend that's the same thing? Cisgendered literally means you were born a, cer- a certain gender and you agree with it. That's it. But they will go ahead and stand up on a pedestal and be like, how dare you call me cisgendered? You are a fucking bitch. And I'm just like, I don't read a book. Sorry. And they I fail can't. to realize because they love saying, well, I'm a real woman. I'm like, according to who? When we talk about womanhood, because no one's womanhood is the same. Everyone's womanhood is different. Same for manhood. So this whole, I'm a real. And then even if you want to go to the biological shit, did you know that you can be born trans as well? They don't. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that research. They don't want to do that work. And I need you to stop seeing these people as having a different point of view and start looking at them as lazy. Stop looking at them as having some type of, oh, well, they just have a different opinion. No, they're just too lazy to actually do the work. 
I get so sick that of that. Is. Oh, that's just that's just my opinion, girl. You just don't like it. White people have that and still have their opinions about black people. I ain't trying to hear that opinion bullshit. Yeah, no, uh, uh, that 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 it doesn't fall into the category of opinion. I'm sorry, not when it can actually those words are actually things that can oppress oppressed peoples. That's not how this works. Uh, smile more. Yes, yes. You can go by whatever you want, pronouns, all that. That's great. I'm talking about legal documentation. So now your driver's license says your gender, sex, I forget how it is on a driver's license, says X. It doesn't identify you as a male or a female. Oh, well, if it doesn't identify you as a male or a female, I'm, I'm pretty sure mine says F. But um, if, they, if it doesn't define you as one gender or another, I don't see how anybody would have a problem with that. Me, me personally, if that's the case. But I do agree that you should be able to change your birth certificate. You should be able to change any of your documents that need to be changed in order for you to feel like a whole person. Because some people look at, it, look at it as pieces of paper when in actuality, these are things that trans and non-binary people have been, have been needing for the mm. longest time. I, cannot, I remember being with a trans person and being pulled over by the police. And they, they take his ID and they look at the ID and they look at me and they look at him and they look at the ID and they look at him and they look at me. Well, I, I, they were so fucking confused because this man is living the gender that he knows that he is, but his paperwork says something different. Mm. I feel like people don't understand how important those things can be because those interactions did not have to be as traumatic if somebody was able to go ahead and just let him have the actual pronouns that he goes by on his actual paperwork. Um, it's Marcel though. Speak on it, Sid, because yeah, like I said earlier, I've been trying to legally get rid of my last name and it is a, um, not necessarily a hard process, but it does cost money and it does take time. Um, shit, just getting the, the fucking petition and everything looked at has taken a couple of weeks already. So they say it ranges, yep. could take six months. You know what I'm saying? It could take yep. however long, but whatever, man. Um, I'll do what I have to do. Um, and amen. And I really hope that, you know, as um, you and Aaron go through this process of the name change, that you're able to find people who are not going to stop you, who are not going to be like, oh, why? What is the problem? What do you need? Like, I just hope that ever the process goes smoothly because... I know the process isn't going smoothly for me and I'm not trans or non-binary. So I can't even fucking fathom. Mm -hmm. um, I really can't. Uh, Wilton. I'm doing all right. So far. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that mental health checking is real. Wilton. <laughs> you have to be optimistic about a lot of things. You need to be optimistic in life. That's the only way you can get through life. Uh I just will say that that is, and you're right, but that's so much easier said than done. Because when you going through things and like everybody is like the fucking ceiling you have to bust through, I'm saying. Do gen generally, do straight people even know about the different pronouns? Because I don't really, because the uh, pronoun thing, that's something I've heard more recently. I, don't, I never really heard too many people talk too much about that. Mm. Of course, I don't have a problem Maybe. with any of that anyways. Um, I don't think it's been talked about, to be real. 
Um, I think that only over the last maybe two years has that been a thing where people are now finally putting their foot down and being like, no, I need you to call me by my pronouns. I don't care how weird that is for you. It's not about you. Uh, smile more. I guess the term non-binary where the confusion comes in is the fact that if you're saying non-binary is to recognize that there is a binary, but if you don't believe that there is a binary, why do you recognize it? Do you know what I mean? I guess that's where possibly some of the confusion come in, comes in is, is the verbiage, you know? Uh, no, yeah, I understand. Well, I mean, let's be real. When we talk about the verbiage of being binary and non-binary, the only reason when we, when we say, the reason why we have words like non-binary is because when, um, a, when the Europeans came over, we had to actually make terms for it. So we can't go ahead and say, oh, just because we say non-binary, that means you're admitting there's a binary. I think that means that we're admitting that there had to be new language for the oppression that we were mm -hmm. going through. That's, that's me like, personally. As we know, um, well, first of all, once upon a time, everyone was black and black people did not have a gender. Which we're going to go into more. Uh, please stay to the end to more of the show because we're going to talk about the Nigerian Yoruba language and how it is completely genderless. So remember, this is language we were given that we have no choice at this point because remember, the world has now uh, sucked the dick of patriarchy and this is where the fuck we are. So we obviously have to have language for it. So I feel like um, the reason why people would say, oh, well, if you're saying there's non-binary, you're admitting there's a binary. I feel like that's kind of a false equivalence in the sense that like we just had to come up with words for this. And this is just where we are, if that makes sense. Um, Tito Burrito. I mean, straight people know about pronouns, but because of quote unquote woke culture, they, instead of accepting it and moving forward, they want to make fun of it and act stupid. It's the same way they make fun of and act stupid when someone's telling them, I didn't choose to be gay, I came out gay. And then they still are perplexed by the fact that it's not a choice. So, yeah. Yo, perplexed is the fucking word. You've never seen a more group of confused people. Um... Uh, Wilton. I'm more so seeing people put like they, them, and all that on social media, but I never heard nobody say it out loud. Maybe it's gonna start spreading. I mean, I hope so because there's a lot of people who go by they, them, but have decided they've given up on trying to make straight people respect them and go ahead and literally go by they, them when they're in the circles of the people that actually love them and will respect them. So, I mean, I feel like it's fi fire is catching. People are just unlearning these, like, these gender roles and, like, oh, man, you have to do this. And if you're a woman, you have to do that. People are unlearning these things. And you don't have to be queer to be non-binary. I know some straight people that are non-binary. Bro, and for, uh, let me tell you something I was about to say for white people. For straight people, that's very, very fucking confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the truth. Issa. Hey, y'all. I'm glad I can make it. Not feeling the best today, but just wanted to drop in on this conversation. Um, definitely wanted to know your POV about non-binary. Um, I remember mentioning in one show that uh, non-binary can be trans as well and got into a whole spagaddle, spadaddle, whatever you want to call it. Know how they like to talk. Got into a whole argument about it, but um, just wanted to know your feelings about that. Um, 
But yeah, I love you guys. I'm here. Hey, boo. Um, I think trans and non-binary intersect on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. There's, but I also feel like non-binary people can be heterosexual. Non-binary people, they can be any orientation. We continue to confuse the two because we want to boil things down to genitalia. But mm. they, but but like at the at the core of it, you can be whatever orientation and be a completely uh, and be a completely different gender and have a completely different gender expression. They don't realize that those things are different. Because again, I can't tell you how many times people have told me, "Well, you don't look non-binary because you got a muscle shirt on and gym shorts." I'm like. Once again, gender identity is not the same as gender expression. And because if I switch it up on you, because I can, I'm known to switch it up in the blink of an eye. So we need to get out of this. Um, oh, it's about what clothes you wear or this mask film shit. You could see a, a very macho masculine man, and they could identify as non-binary. If you see me wearing baggy jeans and a hoodie and baggy jeans. I am still non-binary, but, but again, we equate fabric. As a smoking gun, they're like, "Oh, you can't tell me you're non-binary and wear these kind of jeans and look all trade today." Um, Janelle Monae, you can't be non-binary and wear a dress tomorrow, because they equate your clothes and how you dress as what you identify, and those are not the same things. Billy Porter wears dresses all day long, and he will never not identify as he him. Mm-hmm. So stop. It's really fucking weird. Uh, Tito. (laughs) So the weird thing is, we've always been using they, them. It is not new in the English language to use they, them. It's just now that people are asking to be they, them for every time that they're spoken to, as opposed to just when it's part of the sentence that's not going to say he, 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 or she, 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 she over and over again. Now people are like, well, now that I can't make the sentences the way that I want to and that I feel inconvenienced for, to, to be convenient for you, it's complicated. Yep. That little bit of extra brain power that they would have to use, um, that is insulting to them. Like, be real. That's really what it boils down to. How dare you make me work a little bit harder to, in order to be in company with you? Uh, smile mm. more. So, I was trying to wrap my head around how to say this. Um, So, if a woman, like myself, who tends to do male things, likes to dress like a guy would normally, things like that, I don't, I would never actually know what it is to be a man. How can I then say that I identify as a man, let's say, if I, I wanted to go that route? Like, I don't know what it's like to be a man. I, there's no possible way for me to ever know what it's like to be a man. So the same way, there's no possible way for a biological, I'm just going to say that word, man to know what it is to be a woman. And I find it interesting that what trans people do is they emulate and they personify the gender role of the opposite sex, yet they want to get rid of gender roles. Do you see how I'm, I'm like, what? What? No, I, I understand um, where you're coming from. I do. But this is the thing. You as a person who has a husband um, who may identify as heterosexual or bisexual, 
you are never going to try to identify as a man. That's the thing. You say, if I were to identify as a man, you're not. And other women like you who have husbands but still are truck drivers and, and they still do like quote unquote masculine things, they don't want to identify as a man, a man because in their minds, they're not men. We're talking about people who actually in their minds as like young children are noticing that something is wrong. People are treating me as a role that I, not, that I am not. We are making it sound like it's a decision that they make. Because for you, it would be a decision that you made, right? Because you would be saying, guess what? I want to identify as a male today, but that's not how trans people go through this. Am I making any sense? I hope, I hope that I'm actually translating this the way that I need to. Um, Issa. I love it, Erin. I love your gender fluidity and how you can switch it up. It's amazing. You're amazing. amazing. You both are amazing Sid we have the same hair today yay I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying period Thanks, yes um, I love um all sides of myself I think even though they are social constructs and are made up I think masculine and feminine energy are both beautiful to me and so I, I like to embrace both like that's just me neither one is forced they just come natural to me so people be shook, like, oh, you was just wearing baggy jeans and a muscle shirt, and now you're wearing a crop top and booty shorts and makeup and lip gloss and all this stuff. Like, yeah, girl, because that's what I want to do. And the best part of it really is, is the fact that they are not going to be swayed by anything else. This is just who they are. It's not about, oh, well, um, uh, everybody's doing this today, so I'm doing this today. No. They feel a little bit more masculine today. They feel a little bit more trade today. That's how they're going to dress. They feel a little bit more feminine today. That's how they're going to dress. But they are still non-binary at the end of the day. And that's what people need to understand. Um, ooh, child, the messages. Okay, uh, smile more. Okay, I'm just trying to understand. So if clothes don't enough identify who you are and the outward appearance doesn't identify what, doesn't show what you identify as, then can I then say that I'm a trans man, even though I have no outwardly appearance as that? I'm just, just trying to understand. <laughs> I grew up in a very different time. I grew up with transvestites and transsexuals and drag queens. I, uh, my father growing up was a gay black man from, he was my godfather, really, not my biological dad, obviously, but gay black man on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, you know, like, I was surrounded by this culture my entire life, um, so I'm just trying to understand this new way of putting things. And, and I just want to also reiterate, it's, it's new for our generation, but it's not new. Um, mm. This is uh, gender fluidity and non-binary and people being non-binary is something that dates back thousands and thousands and thousands of years, predated by colon colonialism. So it's just a new prospect for us to be learning. But basically, if, um, first of all, you uh, wouldn't decide um, to just go ahead and be like, I just want to go ahead and be a trans man. Um, but yeah. if there are, <laughs> that, that wouldn't just, yeah, that, that wouldn't happen. But if you are um, a trans man who, um, still has all of the uh, all of the parts. They haven't had the top surgery, so on and so forth. 
Um, and a lot of times, um, the reason why we have to talk about this in this way is because a lot of people sometimes don't have the money to transition or they feel no need to. And those two, those two piles of people are very important to kind of learn from. So there are those of them who still have their breasts because they haven't had the top surgery. They need you to take them for what they say they are. Like not by what's in their bank account because they can't go ahead and get the top surgery right now. Does that make and vice sense? Versa. And vice versa for trans women with bottom surgery. Exactly. Exactly. And vice versa for trans women with bottom surgery. Exactly. And you can't tell me that just because I haven't had the money to be able to do what I really want to do, that I'm not who I say I am. This is the part that we're missing. If they say that's who they are, we take them at their word and we keep it pushing. That's the way that we should be taking all of this information. But I also feel like when there are trans women that refuse to go ahead and get any kind of surgery, I have to look back to Africa and ancient peoples. Like, do you think they had, a, there wasn't surgery then. They weren't, they weren't not trans because of that. I need people to understand it, that that's not just because that um, whatever your biological standpoint may be, it's what you say and what you feel that matters, not what other people see or are confused by. That's not your problem. I need anybody to know if you have not transitioned or you decided you don't want to transition because a lot of those people feel very close to their ancestors and feel like there's no need to. There's ancestrally no need for them to be able to transition in order to call themselves trans, straight up. So I need us, instead of trying to dissect and understand, is to actually just respect. That's what you are, that's who you say you are, done this all. No other conversation. And Point this is why, period. and even going further, this is why a lot of, um cishet men think that oh if I sleep with a trans woman then I'm gay when we know that doesn't make any sense because like you said like when we talk about womanhood so if that's the case if I because I'm queer so if I sleep with a trans man so woman to man does that mean that I'm straight see you you can't reduce it down to genitalia because at the end of the day mm -hmm. I like Men. Notice how I'm not saying male. I I, I like men. <laughs> <laughs> not females. Not males. Men. The human kind. You know what I mean? I'm talking uh, gender. <laughs> I like the same gender. And um, okay, so let's play. Uh, it's Marcel though. That is a fact. We've been using it, especially out here in Texas, because when I say hey y'all, that could be one person or multiple people. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just, like I said, I, I feel like people try to fade ignorance to kind of hide their bigotry and their, like, the fact that they're just simply being disrespectful. Um, again, you don't have to understand the science and the buildup behind this, that, and the third for you to simply respect someone's wishes on what they want to be called. Boom. Thank you, Miss uh, Marcel, though. Uh, Wilton. You know what would be interesting if people didn't force a lot of views on their child, if people did that, I wonder what the what the people would be like now. Like people didn't force feminine or masculine on their children. 
what people be like? Would people be like a mixture of both automatically? Like, I wonder how that would be. It it mm. it would be it would be like how Africa was before it was colonized. Facts. Because there were straight people then, there was non-binary people then, there were trans people then. Nobody was beefing. In fact, they held non-binary and trans people up as holy people or two-spirit people. They would say for indigenous trans people. They would be like, oh, you have, a st- you have a foot in both worlds. They would have them help them out with their marriages. Those were the people you went to with your questions. Like, oh, mm. God, it's so, it's so fucked up how fucked up it is now. Issa. <sighs> I'm going to try and be nice, but I just don't get people who keep coming into these spaces with career folks. And it's like, I get it if you want to learn or if you want to try and figure out these things. But it's mostly pushback. You just come in with stupid fucking opinions that everybody can have. Like, we don't really give a fuck about your opinions. If you're not here to try to learn or try to understand things, then why are you here? Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just. (laughs) Wow. I know. I know. I know. Smile more. Okay, I'm going to loop back around to what I said about driver's licenses and passport and the legal uh, reasons potentially for having a gender. Like, prisons. We have separate prisons for different genders. Um, How do you feel about that? Like, now we're taking people at face value. So, for hypothetical speaking, let's say I was a criminal and I identified as a man, but I have had no surgeries. Should I then be placed in a male prison? because I identify as such. Obviously, the reverse is happening more than that. Um, yeah, example, I, the reason why I brought up the legal terms on a driver's license or passport, well, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure there are going to be a lot of countries that will ban passports that say X on them. Uh, and also, let's say you're in a car accident or something happens and they need to use your ID to identify your biology to, so a doctor cannot pinpoint things. That's not important. Just asking. What about this? Well, I think, Sydney, you got it. Uh, okay. So, first of all, um, if they wanted to figure out what gender the person was and say they were in a car accident, they would go ahead and see on their license it would say something else, and their body um, would go ahead and obviously show another gender. So, they would be able to therefore go by what they needed to go ahead and create with other surgery, whatever the case was. I don't think that's going to take too long. Honestly, you look at it and then you see a dick. Oh, okay. We go about this differently. It's really not that crazy. I feel like. Um, and then secondly, I feel like um, obviously when you say that this is the person and here's the fa- and the family comes in, they'd still be able to identify them because they know the, the their child, um, and they would know that that their child is trans. I'm just saying, like it's, it's weird. Um, and I'm trying to remember all of the other um, kind of whataboutisms that you have had. Oh, in reference to prison systems, I honestly feel like, first of all, we need to abolish prison systems, first and foremost. But secondly, that we, if we're going to have um, certain jails, we need to have trans jails. I feel like if we're going to really do that, we should have jails for trans people and whatever point of their transition that they're at. If you can go ahead and set, spend Where's 700 billion... I don't think we should be spending our tax dollars on trans jails because I don't want my tax dollars to be going towards that because that's just, that's just, I don't like that. But listen, if you really care about people and think that somebody who's got no, who's just decided today, I am a woman and I'm going to rape people in jail. 
So I'm going to tell people that I'm a woman. I hope that I get arrested and then I'm going to be put into a woman's jail and then I'm going to assault everybody because that's basically what she's um, trying to, uh, what she's trying to basically say. If that is indeed the case, why wouldn't we have trans jails and why wouldn't you want to allocate money towards that if that's an actual worry for you? Right. And if we can spend that 700 billion on fucking the uh, military, which we're basically doing nothing with other than oppressing other black and brown people in other countries, then I feel like we can go ahead and put a little money towards that, if that makes exactly. sense. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. Tito. Oh no, uh, Shy, hey girl. I just wanna thank you guys for um, opening up this discussion, having this conversation, because it starts with a conversation. Um, as a straight woman, I cannot stand how other straight people um, justify their ignorance whether it's using religion or the Bible or whatever, they justify their ignorance and they refuse to just sit their asses down and listen. All it takes is for you to listen. If you do not um, identify as non-binary or trans or whatever, that's that's cool. But can you have like a little bit of empathy and and just listen and at least try to learn? That's That's what boils my blood. And I think the whataboutisms is really where we fall. Instead of actually trying to find solutions to the problem, we're just going to say, oh, well, what about this? And what about that? And what happens when we do this? And I'm just like, well, if we were to actually really care about the issues, then we would actually have to have just a little bit less oppression. Because I don't know what you think it's like for a trans woman to go into a male jail what you think can happen to her? You don't have a heart. I'm sorry. That shouldn't be happening today. Do you think that should be happening? With all of the rape that goes on in jail, period, across just jail. Stop, man. Like, no, let's not be like, in. let's not be like mentally obtuse. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, uh, let me see, uh, Butch? Well, Aaron, uh, if two males that sleep together, that's six. That's homosexuality. So that's that's why you can't really muddy the waters on that one. If a man sleeps with another male, um, then he's then he's a homosexual. Uh, and that's fine. Okay, so I don't know where you're going. He was this. talking about uh, what I said because a lot of people say oh, he slept with a trans woman, so he must be gay. And I said, well, okay, if I sleep with a trans man, does, does that mean I'm straight? That's because straight people are way more depraved than we are. Let's be honest. They equate everything to sex. It doesn't care what you say you are. Who puts what in what? That's how I can decide how I feel about you. I need y'all to calm the fuck down. Uh, Eddie. And uh, just the... Totally unrelated, and just to show you how ADHD I am. Um, Aaron, since you were asking, I'm probably about to eat Burger King because I'm just eating my feelings right now. And um, I like saying folks, you know, like, and <clears throat> learning they, they them, uh, as I've uh, grown up, you know, in the culture a little bit, and finding myself, <clears throat> um, 
I, I dated somebody that I identified as non-binary when we first started dating, and then we didn't have that relationship anymore. And now <clears throat> they're a trans woman, you know what I mean? And, like, she taught me so much, yeah, you know? I'm so grateful for that relationship. Um, but it's still, like, learn, It's still. I feel like it's just a lot to learn sometimes, and it can be overwhelming. I love y'all. Ah, uh, we love you, too. And I, and listen, I mean, we're not saying that it's not a lot of information for people who don't have a clue. We're not saying that this can't be overload. We're not saying that this can't be overwhelming for people who don't have a clue. There are non-binary people who would listen to what we're saying and be like, oh my God, this is too much. I don't even know. I don't even know. I, like, we're not saying that that's not possible. But what we're saying is at the end of the day, in order to simplify it for yourself, in order to simplify this for yourself, if you just listen to people, you won't be confused. If you just listen to what they're asking you to do, there'll be no confusion. And that's what I'm saying. You guys think it's so complicated. And I understand because the indoctrination of patriarchy and, and the binaryism, and it's got to be a man and a woman, and then all of a sudden you see something different and your brain starts to short circuit. I get it. But what I'm saying is instead of having a fucking mental breakdown, just listen. That's all. Um, Tito? Oh, yes. Yeah, what you said was very succinct about how essentially what I deemed from Smile More was having a tomboyish personality or, or tomboyish like affinity doesn't make you or, or persuade you then to be a man. It's that something in you from be, from birth already was telling you that you didn't fit. And so, yes, there may be some tomboys that in nature innately already know, like, uh, my, my body, my genitalia, my everything doesn't fit with my, my mind, my brain, the way my body functions. And for all intents and purposes, it's, it's up, it's, it's not like it's a choice for that person to make. It's more so like, in essence, you feel what you feel and you are what you are. And that's just it. Uh, that, that was the, um, that was the best way I feel like we could put it. So, and let's go back ancestrally. Because again, when we talk about Africa before colonization, there wasn't genders, truly. Um, and we want to go ahead and give you more proof of that. Obviously, um, we've been talking about um, Africa before colonization for since the big inception of this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> again, to give you guys more information and more subtext, I just want us to talk about a little bit about um, the Nigerians and Yoruba and how Yoruba, the language, is actually genderless. Do you know how you get into Spanish languages, which, by the way, is a colonizer language, um, where they have L and La and so on and so forth to go ahead and say who's male and who's female? Mm -hmm. A lot of African languages and it's in its inception doesn't have those because there wasn't one. So, I, <laughs> again, uh, this is a wonderful segue into our next topic. And that's just the truth to go ahead and give you guys just a little bit more context. Yoruba is a gender neutral language. This is a Nigerian, like I'm mostly Nigerian ancestrally. Uh, is that why I'm so gay? But no, um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but no, it's a, actually a gender neutral language. And I want us to go ahead and listen to a video right quick. 
so we can talk about it. Wait, I don't have it pulled up. I had an article pulled up. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> the video's not there? My bad. <laughs> um, Hold on. If the video's not there, let me go ahead and put it in it's there. It's there. I just didn't know which one of the video first. Oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but the only reason that I wanted you guys to even listen to the video first is because um, I, got it. I feel like... Okay, perfect. Well, I just wanted you guys to be able to hear from actual Africans and people who actually study this for a living um, and not just us. <laughs> so go ahead and, and take a listen and, and, and breathe deep, okay? Only time gender is actually referred to is when we say Oberi or Okori. Nope, not even then. Yoruba is one of those old cultures that got words and names for everything, and they're stackable just in case you gotta make more. I'll explain in a sec. So it's noteworthy that apparently back in the day, we didn't have a use for gendered pronouns. The entire language of Yoruba is gender neutral. The girl in the video I stitched, Abiba, she was explaining that that's why Yoruba people always mix up pronouns when they're speaking English. Words like his, hers, mm -mm, we don't do that here. We do have these words though. Obiri, female. Okori, male. But those are more generalizations. You know what those phrases actually mean? Okori means one who walks stiff or strong. Obiri means one who walks sway. It's a description of how different people walk. So to refer to all the different groups of people, we did come up with the word enyan. That word means people. Okay, Sydney, I'm gonna need you to explain that some more because I feel like that music was loud as fuck, so they probably couldn't hear what he was saying for real. Okay, so basically what he was saying is that um, the, the girl who first came into the video was saying that these two particular words that people, she was saying, these are the only words that they when they ever mention in the Yoruba language where they mention his and her. And the guy comes to say and says, actually, not really. Those words actually mean one who walks stiff and strong. And on the other one, the other one who walks, who sways. So they still, at the end of the day, had no actual words for man and woman. It literally just defined how people walk. So when they would say certain things, they would define you in one term, Aaron, because you're one who sways. <laughs> and they would define me as one who sways. But somebody who is masculine, who probably doesn't have a penis because the language doesn't boil down people to their fucking genitals. Um, somebody who's like a stud, they would go ahead and call them the word for the, the person who walks stiff and strong. Does that make sense? We don't... Um, looking, at, um, looking at some of this article... <clears throat> Before the implementation of rigid European rigid binaries within the Dagaba tribe of Ghana, Burkina Faso, and the Ivory Coast, gender identity was determined differently. Shaman Maladoma, summer of the Dagaba, says that gender to the tribe is not dependent upon sexual anatomy. It is purely energetic. In that context, one who is physically male can vibrate female energy and vice versa. That is where the real gender is. The Igbo of, Igbo of Nigeria, also in Western Africa, appear to assign gender around age five. In Central Africa, the Mibuti do not designate a specific gender to a child until after puberty, in direct contrast to Western society. So once again, this is why when I say things like Black people did not have a gender, and once upon a time, everyone was Black. So this whole, oh, homophobia and Transphobia and all this is an ancestral, is a betrayal to your ancestors. So I'm, I, I have to keep saying that 
being queer, being gender fluid is nothing new. And it is not a white thing. Homophobia and transphobia is. It came from white supremacy. And, and, that, and those are literally the facts. Um, let me get into some of these messages. Fletch to death. Hey! Good morning, panel. Good morning, listeners. Oh, I always enjoy you guys' talks because I just, um, I was actually just having a talk with a young lady on here yesterday, um, kind of piggybacking off of what Wilt said that I think that most things are cyclical and I think that we're getting back to a place of where we need to be. And I so appreciate these younger generations for being very efficient at getting done what I think is is meant to happen. Um, a lot of these kids see what we have done with what it means to be a man, what we have done with what it means to be a woman. And we have that failed them hard. to some degree. We failed them. So what I see happening now, I think, is, is, is kind of refreshing. I think it's so needed because these labels have been destroying us. It's been destroying us for a long time. And I think a change is needed, and I think things need to come back to base. And again, I think things come full circle. So I love this talk. Aw, thank you so much. Uh, Mystical Mermaid. Hey, you all. Good morning. Just stopping by to show some love, expressing positive vibes. Child, I'm at work. You know, get in the bag. <laughs> um, I hope you guys are having a great show. I hope you guys have a great day. And yeah, I agree. We need trans gels. Put me, put me in the pod with the grass. You know, somebody I can relate with because, you know, don't get me wrong, I love the niggas, you know what I'm saying? I do, but uh, it's like, am I really ready to risk my life, you know what I'm saying, type shit? (laughs) Exactly, like, that shit is very, like, dangerous. That's what I'm supposed to be like, no, they need to be still going to the men's bathrooms. I'm like, no. Like, I feel like people don't understand, like, and it's just because they didn't live that experience. They're just like, I don't know what you, you're saying, and I certainly don't know what you mean. And and no hate to smile more, because I know that she was really trying to ask questions, and I get it. But I need you to understand that all of these whataboutisms are rooted in bigotry. And you may not know that because it's subconscious. Um, but to go ahead and think to yourself, well, uh, a man would just say, guess what? I'm going to pretend to be a woman today. I'm going to go through all the paperwork and also go through the therapy that is needed in order to do those things. And that's not how that works because that would mean that you are implying that it's a choice, like a decision. And, and, and something, this is innate. And I think that's what a lot of, of straight representing straight acting heterosexual people are really missing um, at that point. Um, Let me see. Smile more. Question, what would you say about a man who is married, has children, but <laughs> likes to have sex with men or boys on the side, uh, not talking underage at this point, but legal, likes to have sex with men, yet doesn't say he's gay because he doesn't love them? Uh, okay. Okay. Girl, girl, I... <laughs> Listen, um, I, I, I feel like I feel like this is like a days of your lives or passions type of <laughs> like like scenario that you're coming up with. And I um, what? All right. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my love. I really am. It's a read. Congratulations, Butch. You learned something like what the fuck was the point of even? Oh, my God. 
Okay, let's get back to the conversation. <laughs> I am trying. I appreciate you, Aaron and Sid, for doing this work. I appreciate your patience. Um, ah, I love you guys. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really Aww. just trying to be patient. I know lately I have not been. Um, but yeah, this conversation, like Chai said, just sit back and listen if you don't understand. I uh, thank you. Thank you, Issa. You, uh, mm, listen, our people who show up for us in every show, it's Marcel, Fledged to Death, Tito, Burrito. Like, I just want to let y'all know, you are, you are the reason why I get this fat ass up every day. We love y'all. I promise you. We really do. It's myself. Child, y'all know uh, uh, most straight people don't listen. They can't listen to each other. That's why the dating pool supposedly has pee and poop and tampons and everything else in it. They don't even listen to each other. So, <laughs> no offense to any of the straights, but I'm I'm about I'm about sick of it. I am sick of it. <laughs> no, all of the offense, all of the offense to the straights, because you're the reason we're here. Um, I just want to put that out there. I'm sorry. Tito. Like, imagine all those people who didn't know or understand what Two-Spirit was. They got here. The natives didn't have to explain that to anyone. It took us forever to come up with terminology for it, but it existed well before we even were trying to, like, realize that. But then we want to fight against it. Look, like I said, I mean, I see another part in this article that I'm about to read. It says, um, despite a long history of transgender realities in Africa, many modern transgender people there experience well-warranted fear because of hostility in their families, tribes, or nations. Much of this modern hostile response has been placed on the influence of European culture, both because of a colonial past and because of contemporary pressure or the influence of foreign religions. Nevertheless, has in the past, so now transgender people are active members of their communities seeking to affect positive changes. Africa's rich past of gender nonconformity coupled with transgender behaviors and transgender realities is deeply embedded within various ethnic groups across the continent. I'm so glad I found that article. This is a good article. Let me pin this. And it's all going, all of the information that we glean is obviously going to be posted to the Spotify and everything else that we have. Um, But I really want people to understand that this may not be for you to understand. You may have to click off this podcast, you may have to scroll. Because we are queer people. And I promise you, there are some things that I'm not going to understand uh, about Aaron because there are certain things that we just don't have the words for. I have the article pinned. Y'all in the audience, the article is pinned if you want to read it. It is very good. Because, girl, Uh, you're going to have, um, if you have any people trying, saying, oh, it's not a black thing to be queer. It's not a black thing to be trans. If you hear some of these hoteps coming for y'all, look, bring up this article. And drag their asses because it's always been a black thing. It's always been African to be queer and or gender fluid or both. So this whole oh the white man is making folks change their gender and the white man made this man gay to break up the nuclear black family all this other bullshit. Read this article and prove them wrong. Let us be 
your arsenal because that's who we are. Period. Seriously. That's Seriously, what this podcast we're here is to give you the information. For real, because you, people aren't going to give you this information. And a lot of times, this shit is hard to look up. That's why we do the research and we do the work. Do you know how, how many times we have to comb through homophobic shit to actually get to the originals? I, I, this is why we do what we do, because ancestrally, those people who are being homophobic, all of that bigotry, they, they are the ones who are a bane to our ancestors' existence. Not us. Don't let them go ahead and turn that shit around. It's not true. Um, uh, Fledge. And to add to, I think, what I heard uh, Butch say, I was always told to, to that it's not about who you fuck, it's about who you love. And that, yes, mm. homosexual acts do exist, but that does not make you a homosexual. There are homosexual acts, like there are heterosexual acts. When we talk about um, sexual intercourse or, or uh, sexual interaction, if we have to think that much. Because to me, the focus is on who you love. And I think that always gets lost in these conversations. Mm. So much obsession with the genitals, but not about the heart. Not about what mm -hmm. people love and can't respect what people love. It just drives me nuts. But that's here nor there. Anyway, love you guys. Please continue. I, <laughs> look, I'm glad you brought that, you that up. Jewel. I'm Seriously. glad you brought that up because these straight men ain't even ready for the conversation of homoeroticism in this homosexual acts that they be doing all the fucking time cross jerking each other off while they're watching straight porn and circle jerking or and slapping each other or on the ass trains on bitches and everybody got their dick out you got to move somebody dick out of way to get to the pussy like i need y'all to stop <laughs> with like no seriously i need y'all to stop for with all of your oh my god i'm just like i'm super straight stop uh it's a spectrum uh, Groovy. Hey, Sid. Hey, Aaron. I just want to say hello. I'm listening and learning hello. as I'm doing my makeup for the morning. And I love you so, so much. Period. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I love you guys. And Sid, I appreciate you trying to give Smile more some grace and show her some compassion. However, I'm going to be honest with you. That young lady has asked those same questions and gone into other spaces <laughs> with these what ifs because she's just not looking for a true productive conversation. I think she's just trying to kind of get feathers ruffled and... um and somewhat just being obtuse and somewhat being ornery. But I do appreciate you trying to give her some grace. But yeah, that young lady likes to come into these spaces and just give so much pushback, which I think is fascinating because I believe that she defines herself as bisexual. But we know that that exists in the community. We have those that just can't help themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you notice I stopped playing her messages because I'm not going to have um, whatever that we are building right now which is so precious and so beautiful to ever be derailed, especially by obtuse questions and all of these what if isms, which is why I tried to point it out the nicest way that I could. Um, I know Aaron wants to be guillotines, but I got to try and keep some levels. Guillotine you know for everyone, saying? period. Bro, when I, think, when I <laughs> this nigga is so ready. I'm like, I, I'm like, please don't look up no more what they did in the medieval times for me, please, because I don't need you reading Satan shit. Get that them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, he want, listen, they want to stay off with their heads so nasty, but anyway, <laughs> we're not going to do it today. 
Ah, uh, oh my goodness. Wilton. Oh, now this is related to it, but um, do y'all remember watching Lovecraft Country and mm. when they watch, when they were in the uh, tunnel, I forgot the thing is the third episode or second episode, they were in a tunnel and they came across these bones of a native who ended up coming to life and was a like a third a two spirit, I believe. Do y'all remember that episode? Yes, I do. I mm -hmm. do. Oh my goodness! I, you know what? I can't wait for this to get bigger because we. I want to do a watch along of Lovecraft Country because I don't know when Nisha Green gonna come up with the season two on Apple. Oh, I've been I doing don't the think research. Making that season two. Well, they, what, from what happened was okay. So just to we're gonna segue just for a second because Lovecraft Country deserves its own five minutes. Okay. So um, Lovecraft Country was this amazing show that came to HBO Max and it was canceled after its first season and it won all of these fucking awards. Basically what White happened was- Listen, listen. But this is, uh, there were so many like kind of, um, you know, all of these things in the air as to actually what happened. So basically Misha Green, who was one of the creators and writers of the show, decided that she was gonna be making other shows for other networks. She signed absolutely nothing saying that she was only going to do things with HBO. So when they find found out that she had other shit going on in the works, they were so butthurt and pissed off that they canceled the first after the first season. Now, in the second season, a lot of reason why people didn't want the show to come back was because um, Misha Green basically created a United States unlike any other, where the South of the United States was actually controlled by the magic of Black people. Oh my God. You guys have to look this up. And all of what I'm saying is a culmination of like 18, 19 different articles, by the way. <laughs> mm. Because I've been trying to ingest so much. And um, I want to say that within um, the first, uh, what, I think it was the third or fourth episode of Lovecraft Country, where um, we actually saw a two-spirit indigenous person or what they would have used to have called a hermaphrodite, uh, what we would call intersex today. Um, seeing how ancient that was. And again, it's so crazy how a show like that that was going to show us so much got canceled after its first season. No wonder everybody's con uh, like uh, conspiracy theories went through the fucking roof, okay? Because <laughs> we'd never seen anything like it. Um, it's Marcel. Child, these scenarios got me cracked the fuck up. I don't know who, who needs to write a book first. Uh, Smile more, no offense, or Dr. Truth with his Trap House Chronicles. Because, baby, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'd read it. I'm not going to lie. It seems like a good story. Look, if I, one thing about, like, if it's just like I'm not going to waste my time with white people who love to use whataboutism or come up with any crazy scenario, I'm not going to spend my time trying to explain someone my queerness or my existence as being non-binary as either. No, this that's not what this platform is for. It's for Black queer people and our allies to learn how to protect ourselves. Straight up. Like, I, I don't know what else you thought this was for. Tito? And, this, um... I mean, and in addition, oh. those are not the only languages that have gender-neutral bounds within them. I mean, a lot of... Um, Indo-European languages, a lot of uh, East Asian languages, Japanese, Korean, things like that. There's plenty of space for the genderless pronouns to be there or, or for genderless language to fully exist. So this is not the only one. And I'm so happy about that.
I was going to say, um, Africans, it says in this article that African spiritual beliefs in intersexual deities and sex and gender transformation among their followers have been documented among many tribes in Africa. And transgender and religious ceremony is still reported in the 20th century in West Africa. And cross-dressing is a feature of modern Brazilian and Haitian ceremonies derived from West African religions. So again, this is nothing new. Um, and I'm really just talking to straight black men because I, I have to keep bringing this up. I keep hearing, oh, this is the reason that our black men are becoming more effeminate and gay is because of the Europeans. No, it's the other way around. Queerness and gender fluidity intersex. And even the gods that Africans worship were androgynous, male and female. And then homo and then Europeans came over and saw the power of the multiplicity of blackness and the progress that they were making and brought the gender binary system and homophobia and transphobia over there. So I tell black men this all the time, you being homophobic and transphobic and all these other things is a betrayal to your ancestors because we did not subscribe to this homophobic bullshit. Like, I really, I don't think we're going to get anywhere as a black community until we get rid of the homophobia, transphobia, all that. I don't care how many meetings, how many hotel meetings, how many Hebrew Israelites meetings you hold. Until you get rid of that and your pro-blackness includes all black people, we're not going to get anywhere. Seriously. And that's, and that's really that on that. And I, and I want other people to understand don't let people be obtuse in your face when it comes to gender this and expression that. They haven't even read the first pages of the first books that we have had to read in order to discover ourselves. Do not take those fucking people seriously. Um, we're going to play these last three messages and we're going to move on to the next topic. It's Wilton. The problem is that the previous generations were suppressed in many different ways, including sexuality mm. in general. So that's the reason why a lot of straight people are thinking the way they're thinking now and they're just confused. That's all. They just need to get an understanding. They need help get an understanding. Um, I, I don't... All I can say is, is that I cannot <coughs> understand this for them. Honestly. And I'm not going to try. Fletch, I'm glad you said it because, baby, listen! <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said it. And I don't even mean to yell, but as soon as I see her come up in here, it started off with the, I'm a bisexual woman. Girl, stop. Because that's what you always started off with. And I'm bi. And I don't like that. Because the most homophobic motherfuckers I've met in my life are bi. Because, mm, girl, they love, that they love using that. Heart. They love using that. I'm bisexual, so I'm gonna say anything. I can say anything that I want to to invalidate your experience as trans or non-binary because I'm a part of the community. So I'm a token the fuck out and say what the fuck I want to say. Just like when black uh, token black people, I'm black, so I feel like y'all are y'all need to stop shooting each other because that way we can like be respectable for the white people. Girl, it's always gonna be that one token ass motherfucker who's gonna say some shit. Uh I think that they should be able to say the n-word because like listen we don't like certain words they don't like certain words everybody should be able to say what they want like I promise you say that to my fucking face <laughs> don't 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 come on this app I need you to come to where the fuck I live and tell me that shit to my face let me know 
Um, Tito. I should start stopping straight people every time they do anything slightly homoerotic and then saying that I feel triggered because of how often that should be happening. I mean, I might as well just be saying I'm triggered every time I go outside or every time I watch a damn show because uh, <laughs> it really does feel that way. Uh, but to go back to the uh, to the topic at hand, the gender neutral languages, and I had made a, a quick comment before. There are so many. I feel like the more that I think of... So I studied East Asian studies and ethnomusicology, but with that comes all the sociology aspects of it. And when you really look at the cultures before, um, specifically, I guess I'm going to talk more about Thailand. When we're talking about Thailand, I feel like that's one of the places where people have accepted that trans people somehow just appear in Thailand and, and that it's acceptable there. But for some reason, we haven't delved into the why and where and how it's only there on the earth that people can be trans. Mm. Um, listen, you're not telling no lies. And let me tell you something. I, I, yo, when I say this is a very homophobic world that we live in, I'm just on Amazon Prime. Speaking of trans people in Thailand, and I come across a show called Lady Boys. I'm not joking. Did you know? I'm not. I saw. Uh, <laughs> I'm so um, it was some show on Netflix. I mean, not Netflix. Fuck, Tubi. I think. Obviously, that got taken <laughs> down. The show, the movie, was called Chicks with Dicks. I said, "Are you fucking kidding me? Why?" <laughs> and it wasn't even blurred out. I said, wow, in 2022, wow, bitch. Oh. And listen, let me tell you something. This is why Florida is about to break off. Um, listen, we're stupid in this country. So we're, give it eight years before everything is fucking on fire, okay? And I just want to let you know, this is just one of the examples of our stupidity is the reason why everything is going to kill us. Just, just want to put that well, out Well, we're going to be uh, the reason why... What are going to make ourselves go extinct? The aliens don't need to come blow our asses up because they said, girl, y'all finna kill yourselves anyway. Y'all still fucking, y'all don't like each other over race, homophobic, all this other shit. What the fuck we need to invade y'all for? They, even they see, even they see Earth is ghetto. Straight up. <laughs> they, they go, listen, through the galaxies, they pass ours and like just lock all the windows. Because they're like, oh no, do you <laughs> oh see my God, lock your all doors. the stuff that's coming off of it? No. Listen, over there, I hear they're still like oppressing people that live. Like, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> they just, ah, oh, I'm so, I'm so done. Um, Grinch face. Good morning, y'all. Uh, yeah, I saw that you guys have a show coming up that, um, what is that, non-binary terms are not, e or not hard, you're just an asshole. I do have to say, yeah, you're right, um, people who intentionally do that, yeah, but I have a, I do have, like, some trouble sometimes. I do correct myself each time, um, but at a certain point, I need to get that into my vocabulary more, even as somebody in the community, um, you know, it's puzzling for me, and it makes me feel bad at times. And then other times I realize I make mistakes and I'm just trying to learn just like everybody else. But, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we, I completely, as a non-binary person, like, I don't get, um, because I know who Grinchface is. He's a cool dude. Like, I, I know who Grinchface, he's cool. Um, when we say the people who are asshole, we're talking about the people who, like, I recently was told, well, why should I call you they, them? You don't look non-binary and that's just too much work. I don't feel like that because you have these types of clothes on. 
like people who go out of their way to be disrespectful. Because again, I get that linguistic shifts, linguistic shifts can be hard. So the people who mess up and correct themselves, we're not talking about y'all. We're talking about the people who are like, <laughs> you don't have Whoa, on make me, you don't have on a beard, but at a dress at the same time, and you're not doing both. So why should I? You don't look like it. When I have to constantly tell people. It don't matter how masculine I look or how feminine I look. It doesn't have a look. It's about gender identity, not gender expression. And 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 that's just really the truth. And I feel like a lot of people, um, and that's what I'm saying. Aaron and I are not talking about um, the people who are, whose friends are coming out as non-binary and we are um, struggling to sometimes call them by their pronouns or sometimes we miss the aesthetic of the person that they used to be. One of my girlfriends is going through one of those right now. One of her um, best friends has recently come out as he, him. And she saw herself kind of going over pictures when they were both looking very effeminate looking and going places. And she was like, you know what? I was trying to figure out why that was making me sad. And I told her, listen, I understand exactly why it's making you sad. What you need to understand is nothing that you, that you experienced with him has changed. It's just time for new photos. It's time for new memories. That's okay, get to know him as who he is today. And I understand completely how that can be sometimes um, heart-wrenching for parents, gut-wrenching for friends, we get it. But this is the thing, they're not dead. They are willing and loving and opening and trying to make new memories with you today. And you're telling them that that's not enough and that's where the problem lies. Am I making any sense? Ugh. Uh, Wilton. <laughs> Aaron, the aliens are non-binary as well. Wilton, no. Period. It looks like I need to go over there. Maybe knows. I'm an alien. I'm an alien this whole time. I, they need to come get me. Listen, if you come get Aaron, you don't get me. I promise you I'm going to haunt your ass after I die. <laughs> After I die, I promise every day I'm gonna be like, oh, so you're gonna take Aaron and not take me? I said, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next subject because this is one of those things that um I'm so glad that I was able to go ahead and find. Um, because I feel like we've heard about the Tulsa massacre. We've heard about some of the cities, the amazing, beautiful cities that black people created even within segregation and after slavery, and were able to make profitable and they dropped bombs on. And I think, um, I feel like the two times we actually heard about like the Tulsa massacre in a real way was Watchmen. And I think there was like one more, there was one other TV show that actually mentioned it in, uh, oh, and of course Lovecraft Country, duh. <laughs> that uh, mentioned um, the Tulsa massacre. And I feel like um, we never really knew the politics of it. And I feel like the video that we are about to play explains it perfectly and way better uh, than I can. Um, so I, that's something I want to play for you guys right now. Hold on. Prosperous Black communities that were destroyed. In 1906, a railway depot was made for Phillips County, Arkansas, and the town of Elaine sprang up around it. The area was previously a major producer of cotton, so after the Emancipation Proclamation, the previously enslaved people of color 
turned to sharecropping, which is pretty much when someone allows you to farm on their land in exchange for a large cut of the profits of the harvest. It was typically one half to two thirds of the profit from the harvest that the landowners would take, but on top of that, they would charge high interest on the debt of using the land and additional fees. So sharecroppers made very little. Regardless, the people of color of this primarily black community began to prosper. But the sharecroppers of the town continued to struggle because they were taking abnormally low cuts, and the wealthy white landowners refused to share any accounting details when it came time to claim their share. They couldn't leave until the debt was paid off, but the landowners were essentially taking all of the profits, making the sharecroppers effectively slaves. Unlike slaves, though, the sharecroppers had rights, so they joined a union and hired an attorney. And on the night of September 30th, 1919, they all met at a church to discuss their legal options. During the meeting, law enforcement showed up and started firing shots into the church, and the men inside returned fire. One of the officers was killed. Word quickly spread of the incident, and it was labeled as an insurrection against wealthy white landowners. The governor contacted the U.S. Department of War and asked for military backup. And the Secretary of War sent 500 soldiers to squash the alleged revolution. Mobs of soldiers, law enforcement, and vigilantes flooded the town of Elaine, and they were ordered to shoot to kill. And that they did indiscriminately killing over 200 men, women, and children. In the attack, five white men died. And for that, the town of Elaine would again have to pay. An all-white grand jury indicted 122 people of color of the community, 73 of which were charged with the murder of five white people. Twelve of the people indicted were to be sentenced to death. However, the NAACP came to the defense of the 12 men and appealed the decision. The case made it all the way to the Supreme Court. And on February 19, 1923, in a 6-2 decision, the court determined that racial bias and witness intimidation denied the 12 men sentenced to death due process. And that is critical race theory in practice. Tulsa is not the only example of prosperous black communities being destroyed. There are Wow, that, that is such a good video, Sydney. You, I'm, I'm glad you found that. Listen, nigga, when I say I be doing no work... Don't think I don't come up here and try to make Earth is ghetto a little less ghetto for you niggas. Don't think I don't do that. Um, but uh, I feel like there's so much to digest. So first thoughts, what are you thinking? Girl, it's so much to unpack. Like, bitch. <laughs> I'm glad. So I feel like one of the first things, thing. for real, I feel like one of the first things that stood out to me was the fact that um, white farmers, white sharecroppers, um, were so upset with how they were being treated, they had to go ahead and start a union. And But let's be real, those same sharecroppers, after all of that happened, they we're talking about the white ones, um, the sharecroppers, after all of those happened, were still among the people who came to destroy Tulsa. It was mm -hmm. like they tried to convince white people, poor white people, how, how much is that like today? That guess what? That person is your enemy. That's the reason you're not getting any money. That's the reason that you're not um, being treated fairly. It's the black people. Today, it's the Mexicans. But they, of yesteryears, it was the black people. And the fact that they were able to go ahead and orchestrate over 200 deaths. I want that to really like dawn on people real quick. And this is outside of drown towns. If anybody has packed Lake, uh, has passed Lake Okeechobee, did you know there used to be a black town down there? Yep. It's a lot what? of black, a lot of fucking black towns. Like it was so many black towns that we drive by and didn't even realize. Like because of shit, like it's just it's so much. 
it's it, it is so much. Um, we're going to play uh, some messages from Eddie. Wait, wait. So if they're gonna take y'all, I can please. I mean, I'm just trying to be funny here. Can I be like the token human, just just you know, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, to come with y'all? Um, of course you can. Absolutely, you definitely is invited. Okay, uh, it's Marcel though. Yeah. Um. Hell yeah, and that's why I try to tell people like it's it's so many more Black Wall Streets out there that were destroyed, burnt down, or they came through and just massacred our people. And so whenever I hear our people talk about wealth and constantly compare us to other communities, we need to do it like this or like that. No, we need to do it like we did back in the day. There are still um, health insurance uh, uh, companies that were started back then that thrived till today. Um, even in the heart of Alabama, you know what I'm saying? During the Jim Crow era, there was a little Harlem mm-hmm. and they were doing the damn thing. We had, we had trades. We had trades. Our own architects, bankers, okay, yep. nurses, teachers, all but of that. Man. So it's like, I feel that this is the history we need to be looking at yes. and just apply to where we are now because the black dollar has a lot of fucking value. Yes. Listen, uh, this is why they are trying to pander and tap dance to us so hard. Uh, listen, as much as I like Colin Kaepernick, Nike went ahead and made that commercial because he saw that black. They saw that black people okay. were standing up and being like, "Come on, now we're they not going to go look, ahead and pretend you just like black girl, people." Nike, we, like, you don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> girl, <laughs> look, Nike said we know how much you niggers love tennis shoes, so let's go ahead and use <laughs> him to uh, so y'all can buy shit. Just like uh, every ju- every Pride like Month, that, every Pride Month in June, we know you fags like rainbow shit. Let's put <laughs> rainbow, let's put some rainbows all over the fucking walls and shit. We see right to the bullshit. Y'all Wakanda forever, fucking niggas. Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but listen, so um, honestly, I feel like uh, again, these are the type of stories that I really wanted to be able to uh, bring to you guys. And anytime I find a snippet of really amazing black history. I want to be able to bring it to you um, because we need to know it's not being taught in schools. Is it even being taught in colleges? I don't fucking know. They don't want to talk about that because that's going to make the white, that's going to make little Tad and Tim Tim feel guilty. That's what they're trying to get rid of critical race theory. And let's be real. They're not, they're not actually afraid of Tad and Tim Tim feeling bad. Okay. They're what they're actually afraid is making Tad and Tim Tim empathetic to your fucking struggle. Because that means you might have an ally. We need you to be alone in this fucking fight. That's the reason they don't mm-hmm. want to teach it anywhere. Because you don't know that because young minds, I don't give a fuck what color they are, They when they see oppression, they're like, oh, well, that shit sucks. Right. You can't have that. You can't have that. Ooh, suck a dick. Okay, uh, Wilton. <laughs> you ever heard of Lake Lanier? That used to be a black town. Lake Lanier. Yep. That also used to be a black town. Jesus. And we're not even talking about it. I they have to look took all that, that shit away from us. That's why when white folks Bro. say, well, you got, y'all, y'all pick yourselves up on your bootstraps and start creating your own shit. What more do you want from us? Well, then when we try to do that shit, y'all burn that shit down. All right. Who else heard that and thought of like literally a 70-year-old white man everybody has met? <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just want to put that out there. Um, Tito Burrito. It kind of reminds me about how the pro- productivity of the Chinatowns that popped up across the United States became 
And yes, they, they, for all intents, were what a lot of people were considering ghettos, because that's for what, for all intents and purposes, what those initially were. Each cultural group was fit into their cultural section within their area of their town. But, uh, like, so for all intents and purposes, that was where they kind of split the quote-unquote model minority from the ones that they just wanted to put on the oppo end of the model minority, us. Um, so it, it makes sense, like, you know, oh, you got your town. No, that's too big and too lucrative. Get that shit out of there. But you can fit into Whoa. our town, and we're going to give you a small, like, block. And if you expand even further than that block, we have problems. <laughs> I mean that's just that's just how it shows in history. And I just want to say that's why see old black people got a lot of shit wrong. The one thing that I feel like they did get right though is when they say that segregation really fucked us. And that I feel like that's just the truth because you were able to see all of the black wealth beforehand and, it's, and what it looks like is they had to destroy all of the black wealth that there was and then segregate. Mm -hmm. It was like literally divide, conquer, infiltrate. I think that's really what it was. Oh my goodness. I didn't even realize we ain't got no more time left. We gotta go, son. Yo, when I say I love y'all niggas, I love having these conversations. It makes me Period. so happy in my soul. I really like, do. This is actually like kind of therapeutic for me. Like I love talking to like my niggas and friends on here like I feel so good before I go to work for these white folks. But yeah, we love y'all <laughs> so much. <laughs> for no, for real though. No, no. Let let Aaron say that shit because you give us strength to deal <laughs> with the shit that we have to deal with after this fucking show. Mm -hmm. So uh, I and I thank y'all so much for your fucking support. I want you to eternally please remember, especially from this platform, anything that you hear, this is your arsenal. Do not ever let anybody tell you you don't belong in the diaspora. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you're not proud to be African. You're not proud to be black. Tell them to suck a veiny dick hard. It's the veins for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I keep on telling people about preference. It makes no sense. <laughs> oh, I big, keep on telling juicy, myself. fat, girthy, veiny dick curved to the left. Oh, my God. See, I almost want you to say that in your trade voice. <laughs> oh, you want me to? Because I will. Uh, okay, straight voice. Man, suck my big, fat, juicy, veiny dick. Curve to the motherfucking left. You know what I'm saying? Ah! <laughs> 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 ah! Can't take Why that it's me? funny because like, I can be talking like that. I talk, talk like that and be the first one to sit on a nigga face and arch his back <laughs> in a heartbeat. Girl, don't take me seriously. Yo, when I say that gave me so much life, I'm so sorry. That was wrong, but it did. <laughs> anyway, so um, we do have to go. We just got to give you these gems before we leave, of course. But please remember that being queer is African, that we love y'all. We're going to continue to post. We're trying to get this YouTube together so you can actually see us and all of our forms and whatnot and all that good shit. Um, but I do want you to remember, again, that this is your arsenal and that we love you. And Aaron, go take us out. Period. It's your girl. It's your boy. It's your neither. Aaron, your favorite butch queen, giving you all the tea and all the shade. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 o'clock a.m. Central, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern. 
You can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto Instagram page. Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. And same for the TikTok as well. You can fo- you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts. And we're trying to get it on Apple as soon as possible. But everywhere else, you can listen to it. Okay, girl? But yeah, thank y'all as always. We love y'all so, so, so much. And we will see Goodbye, you babes, babes. Friday. Mm-hmm. Bye.